You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What up? This is Myron, and you are listening to the Rye Bread and Mustard, a Mariners podcast, the down on the docks on the other side of the tracks, dive bar style podcast of and about the Seattle Mariners that you are listening to right here on the Odyssey app or hey, wherever else you're getting that podcast action from. Listen, I'm not going to judge you as long as you're liking, subscribing, and following us. And those same feelings go for YouTube as well. If you have not said hello to us yet, hit us up on the socials. Also, if you're liking this Rye Bread and Mustard gear that you see around the stadium, uh, in the bars or on us if you watch us on youtube you can get that at at simply.cora that's at simply.cora on instagram or etsy also if you're looking for a last minute gift cameos are always fun go check out mariners pa announcer the great tom hutler he's over there on cameo i think that would be a perfect birthday gift a get well gift a cheer up gift Uh, It'd be great to hear yourself being brought up to the plate or hearing the voice of the Mariners, the voice of T-Mobile Park saying happy birthday or happy anniversary. I think that would be a very romantic, loving gift. Go check out Tom Hutler on Cameo. If you are going to be at the Oakland A's series down in Oakland, Mariners and the Athletics getting it on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Rye Bread and Mustard will be down there. Listen, the Oakland Stadium is the MLB's last dive bar and listen we are if you listen to the intro there we are a dive bar style podcast so if you see me or any of us down there don't be afraid to say what's up might have a little bit of swag on us also possibly going to be doing a podcast following the Wednesday game out in the parking lot um safety permitted so just look for the banners or the pop-up signs anyways that's all the house cleaning I have for today That's all the house cleaning there is for today. I'm just stalling to get into this episode of, hey, this tough talk episode. We're heading into the last couple of weeks of baseball. Literally, we got 13 more games. We're going to talk about those last 13 games. We're also going to talk about what in the hell is going on here in the month of September. Uh, We're 5-11. and Try to make some sense of that. Some sense of how we feel about this sweep that just happened at T-Mobile Park from the Los Angeles Dodgers who came into town and served us up a a cold dish of uh, humble pie and with me to make sense, to make some sort of sense is Hanno up there in Edmonds. What's up, Hanno? Hey, how you doing? 
I don't know. I don't know. I'm getting a little bit nervous. I, uh, I guess. Um, I'm, I'm wondering if uh, uh, we're gonna start be making some uh, postseason vacation plans here pretty soon, or is this an overreaction? I want to think the Mariners are gonna turn this thing around, but geez, uh, you know, a losing road trip and a losing home stand to kick off the month of September, being five and eleven. Um, you know, it doesn't make me feel good at all about what's going on. But then I look up at the standings and I tell myself not to overreact because the Mariners are still what, what are they? A game out of the wild card and two and a half out of the American league West, which they hold the tiebreaker on. So, I mean, in two weeks from right now, I, I guess that's a better, I'll have a better assessment <laughs> of how I'm going to feel. No, I get it. Um, I just, you know, going to this Dodgers series, I didn't have too much, too many expectations of how the Mariners would uh, fare in this series. I always considered the Dodgers a pretty good team. Um, they've proven it year after year. Yeah, the Mariners are kind of struggling. So coming out of it with them getting swept, you know, I, I guess maybe it was just my expectations of the series that I'm not too worried about it. And then also knowing that um, the Mariners aren't mathematically eliminated yet, and there's still games to play, and they're playing head-to-head games against uh, the teams that they're just right behind. So, uh, you know, I'm feeling feeling like, okay, here we go. This is the next two weeks, and it's showtime. We could forecast that, hey, we're into the last two weeks of the season. You're a game out of the playoffs. You're two and a half out of winning the American League West and you have the tiebreaker, you'd go, all right, all right. Uh, The Mariners have been down this road. This group has been down this road, whereas uh, maybe the original core of this team fell a little bit short in 2021 by a day. You had last year's 90-win team that, you know, took care of business by the middle of the next-to-last series this year's a little bit different. Um, I knew that the competition was going to be a bit tougher at the beginning of the season. We've been saying that all year. The league has gotten better. And oddly enough, our league and especially our division, we've seen a lot of losses on both sides from all three of the contending teams and the uh, one wild card team that seems like they're in our bubble, the Toronto Blue Jays. There hasn't been one of these four teams to just I don't know if I explain myself correctly. I mean, I'm not one of these people that are like, hey, if I was to say we're a couple games out with two weeks to go, I'm happy. I'm not. The season has frustrated the heck out of me. Um, I feel like, you know, with things that and moves that were or were not made and things that happened, I feel like we should be a lot farther along, but we aren't, and we are where we are. So I'm just feeling that, hey, we're just here now, and I'm in the present, and this is what we have to deal with. So they have to play good. But I'm, if I'm understanding you correctly, I'm in no, no way, shape or form happy that uh, we are in this position we're in, if that makes any sense. It does make sense. And it brings me back to reality of that. I guess I'm going, Hey, I'm happy to be in this position right now, considering where we were, you know, at the end of June and uh, the beginning of July. I, I, I'm happy. I'm happy from going from that to this situation. Am I happy about 
you know, the Mariners seemingly collapsing here at the start of September. I mean, the first half of the month, you're you're looking at teams that you, you should have taken care of. I mean, you took care of the Angels, but that should have been a sweep. Uh, Cincinnati, sure, they are a wild card playoff caliber team, but they're not on your level. Uh, Mets series as well. Um, and, and it all comes down to what we saw here in this last weekend really is the big difference. It's the runners in scoring positions. It seems like, uh, I mean, this last series, the Mariners were what here? Uh, four for 33 with runners in scoring positions. But this isn't the first time we've seen that. Um, I know that you've said well, even when the Mariners were hot, you were like, I'm really excited about this, but it's still hard for me not to think about the Mariners and what they were like in the first half of the season and being a little bit weary that we could see that again. And we're starting to see that here in September. I want them to be playing well again, no doubt. And that they have a chance of it. Um, they're, they've fared well against Houston. Um, and they have Texas who they've struggled against, but Texas is a totally different team now as well that they're going against them. This is go time. And I, I have confidence in the Mariners that they can hopefully turn it around. If they don't, is it going to surprise me? No, not really, but I'm trying to, uh, feel good about the Mariners and think they really do have the chance to sneak in and maybe do some damage. I mean, there's been plenty of teams in past years that have struggled in September and then it gone on a little streak late and then ended up being hot in the, at the right time in the playoffs and then in one World Series. So like teams like Kansas City, Atlanta, and I'm, I'm missing another one, but I'm just trying to be uh, glass half full this time and hope that uh, the Mariners can get going and get going right here. Um, this Oakland series is huge. They've been playing well. They've been knocking off playoff teams, uh, you know, that you're chasing. So, I mean... It's game by game, really, for me. Yeah, I mean, teams like Oakland, and look at what Kansas City did this last weekend. Uh, the Mariners got help. They just couldn't help themselves. You, you had, if you'd have told me Houston was going to lose two of three to the Kansas City Royals, I wouldn't have been shocked about that. But if you told me they're going to lose two of three and you're still going to lose a game, that's what I would be a little bit shocked about. They're very fortunate. They have they have gotten help. It's not, again, they haven't helped themselves, but they've gotten help to not dig themselves a bigger hole. And it just makes me also think of, hey, what if the Mariners could have been just been at, just been at like we talked about, at or around 500 right now? They would, let's see, let's look at this. They'd literally be about three games up on Houston in the West if they could have just played about 500 baseball. Yeah, I mean, no doubt that's that's how we're that's how you look at it, especially with them how they've been playing and uh, yeah, it's been tough. I mean, they've kind of reverted back to the times of uh, the Mariners have to play pretty clean. Um, they have to have excellent pitching, no kind of hiccups from the bullpen, and um, get that clutch hit. Uh, they have to play mistake free, and it hasn't been like that for them. I mean, for me. Just going back to this last homestand, it was crushing to me to lose that one game to the uh, Anaheim Angels. I Like I said, the Dodgers are a different beast. They are well put together. They, 
don't have really a weakness in any facet of the game, in my opinion. And they showed it and they showed where the Mariners, when they're not playing their best or, 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 or if you want to just talk about how they're constructed, how much there is a difference between these two organizations. Rye bread and mustard, a Mariners podcast. We have the one and only Mr. Tom Hutler. Do you have any of your favorite stories from the kingdom? There was a time we had an earthquake, and so we, they were going to evacuate the building. So I was like getting up to go and leave. They go, no, you can't go. you got to read these safety <laughs> things. It's like, Do we need to tell them that there's smokings only on the exterior <laughs> ramps? Yeah. And Dave came shooting past. He signed off. I'm going, wait, I'm the only one here. Listen and subscribe to Rye Bread and Mustard, a Mariners podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And yes, you're playing the Los Angeles Dodgers. They are. They are an elite. They're like a top shelf brandy elite team in this league. You got them and the Atlanta Braves that are the class of the National League. And you, yeah, you look at the Dodgers and they come in here and they kind of just, they do show you that, hey, the Mariners, you know, if you think of this as they're the Dodgers, all right, so this is L.A., Hollywood. If you think about a film and you're editing and you're putting a film together or how great films, everything pieces together, we have some plot holes still with the Mariners, as good as they've been. You look at a team like the Dodgers or the Braves, any of these big elite teams, even let's even throw the Astros in there, the defending world champions, they're turning it on. We thought they were turning it on and now they've kind of sputtered here, but these are teams that again, that are pretty complete and have been that way for a while. You look at the Mariners and as much as we look at the core and we look at the future and we look at what, what they can do. Hey, look at what our pitching can do, but you look at those other lineups and they don't have holes in them. Even at the end of the lineup, they don't. And we do. And when our top guys, like we saw on Saturday in game two, you know, our top three had back to back, back to back to back strikeouts in big situations. And we couldn't get these runs in. And, you know, in game two, you, you, you play with the Dodgers till the 10th inning without giving up a run. (laughs) It's just like the Houston uh, playoff game. It's like you're literally in the shark's mouth when you're doing that and your pitching staff goes out there and does that and you can't get these hits again. Four for 33, runners in scoring position. This is what this gets you. And I don't feel like you look at this sweep though at the same time and go, 
oh, we just got blown out of the water. The only game that I felt like we just didn't have a chance at all, and it was pretty deflating, was this game three. Game one, very closely played. They played cleaner, just like you said. The Mariners have to play very clean. We had that ball down the line to Teoscar. Something funky happens down there. You have the overthrow, or you have the uh, E2. You know, Cal can't get the ball to the second base, and the second baseman can't dig it. Ball gets in the outfield. That that was the big difference there to keep those innings going. And then you look in at game two, and it's the missed opportunities. The Mariners had many opportunities to put that game away and didn't come up with it. And then look what happens. You get to the uh, 11th inning there, and the Dodgers throw five runs up on you. And then you think game three, you're coming back here. They're, they're all hung over. You got three of their biggest guys in the lineup are out. And now the JV squad uh, that was uh, – not hungover or maybe they were take care of you and you got no energy in that game it felt like so it just felt i guess i was just very long-winded but i guess i hear you on the dodgers i'm not so surprised but i but i am a bit disappointed and especially game three here no, I understand. I hear where you're coming from, and that's what makes great about talking about the Mariners. We all have to see and notice different things and have different opinions of it. I mean, to add on to yours, I mean, when you have, a, like, I forget, was it game one or game two when you're pinch hitting? Uh, your big right-handed pinch hitter is Dylan Moore. Um, he strikes out. I mean, that was frustrating. And then, you know, you bring in your next big pinch hitter, left, uh, left-hander left Mike Ford. He strikes out, and I, I'm not saying bad things about those guys but it's just like frustrating you know at that time of the in that moment of the game and you're bringing in uh those two guys but uh, you know something to be positive with i know that um the bullpen has struggled quite a bit uh since coming back on the road trip or since coming back from the road trip i felt at least in the dodger series that your lever high leverage guys uh and your bullpen was good sure Anything can happen when you go into extra innings and you got the ghost runner and all that. Um, and, you know, it's a crapshoot. And then today, uh, yeah, you put in, you know, Leon again. He gives up another home run. I mean, what is it, five home runs in six games he's pitched? And that's not the guys I'm talking about. I'm talking about kind of, you know, the your, your, your back-end guys, the guys you're going to really count on. So I felt like they pitched better at least this series. So that's some positive, especially Munoz. So that's kind of just what I'm looking at is something to uh, keep an eye on, and hopefully they build upon it and they keep it going for the rest of this uh, season left because we're sure going to need them, and they're going to be road hard like they've been road hard the whole freaking year. If I was doing a home run derby, uh, I definitely would have Leon as my pitcher. How about you, Hanno? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> he, I mean, poor guy, but yeah, he's he's been a rag doll for <laughs> batters, that's for sure. Yeah, but yes, the the bullpen. Yeah, the bullpen. I thought this was a good confidence booster here, especially in game two. It, they had some success with in the Angels series, but it was it was very, very, very. You know, we were walking the walking the tightrope here in the, that Dodgers game in game two. Uh, I really felt good about our bullpen. I felt great about all the pitching 
you know, until that last inning there in the 10th inning, but that's not what you're really mapping out for the road to victory there or the 11th inning. I'm sorry. Uh, but I thought yeah. they looked fine. Um, again, in that game, just lots of, lots of, uh, lots of missed opportunities. Same thing on Friday night. I know they got the tying run up to the plate, but there were other opportunities early on in the game. A lot of strikeouts through this series here in, game three they had 13 strikeouts um that's typically doesn't really bode well for the mariners like i think we've been saying this and scott started this whole thing scott service started this the mariners pretty successful when they strike out less than 10 times a game and <laughs> that seems like such a low bar to like you know or a high bar or low bar whatever you want to look at it for the Mariners, but it is, it's, it's pretty interesting when they strike out near or around half of the times. I mean, it, it makes sense. You, you get first and second in game two and you got the top of the lineup up there and none of them make contact. That's, but again, you have to credit the Los Angeles Dodgers. We're not, we're not playing the Detroit Tigers that came in here and, and, uh, you know, started this whole second uh, half off with us and losing a series to them. We are talking about perennial world series type team every year. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, going into this series, the, the, the mayor, the, you know, the previous series you're, you're thinking, all right, maybe they turned it around. They, they finally got a series win first one in a while you also hear the news of Otani clearing out his locker and the Dodgers coming into town. And in my head, I was like, Oh, this is the Otani bowl right here. This is the Otani series, you know, two heavily rumored teams that he could possibly be interested in. If you, if you're looking at it that way, the Dodgers definitely won. See, so I, I think he's just going to be packing his bags and going up the I five. If <laughs> you're basing it off of this, but no, <laughs> but <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. I hope not either. I hope, I hopefully he doesn't, wherever he's at, he doesn't get the, uh, the angel. I mean, the Dodgers games. Well, if he lives in LA and he doesn't have time Warner, he wouldn't see it. Um, luckily this game was not a, a Sunday night baseball game uh, today that just happened. I don't even really want to talk too much about game three. It was pretty pretty pitiful it was a pretty pitiful game but yeah let's just hope the mariners can get on this plane and just flush all this baseball sure has changed junior yeah the hexagon replaced the diamond and can you imagine facing three pitches emerson on base oh the base ejector got him snoozing he goes why did it all change all sport game just got too easy the unsurpassed taste of all sport a third more carbs than gatorade for energy could make a difference next yeah, up your grandson's up ken griffey the fourth next it's going it's going watch out center oh. oh center Bush got him he was robbed all sport body quencher the game will never be the same another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Outside of these three games in Oakland, the last 10 are with the 
teams that you are trying to overpass and eliminate and they're trying to do the same thing. So I think a seven and six is about the worst you possibly could do. That's hard to say. So that's just one game over 500 and that puts you for the month. I mean, just behind the eight ball. Hopefully they uh, play a lot better than seven and six. Uh, I'd like to, you know, you're going to be down there in Oakland. I hope we the Mariners sweep them. It's going to be a, all games are going to be tough. Scott Service always mentions that, and I totally agree with it. But I don't know if you heard uh, the last couple post game show. He's been pretty adamant about saying that he feels good about his guys, and he feels and almost declares the Mariners are going to be playing in October. Did you hear any of that? I have heard his positive uh, press conferences. Uh, he has been very upbeat about it. He That's just kind of his style. Um, I know uh, in my heart, I also feel like they're going to be there. I, I feel like when I look at what uh, the Rangers are doing um, and the injuries they have, I would think that the Mariners could take care of business. You know, what do they have, seven games with with? Houston, I guess that, or with, sorry, with Texas. So, I mean, I guess when I say seven and six and you go, I, I hope they do better. Uh, I think you might have to, you would, ha- you'd have to go seven and six with, and looking for help. If you want to go out there and control your own destiny. Yeah. You're going to have to win nine or 10 games out of these last 13. Yeah. That's, I think you're right. I mean, I'm, in fact, I know you're right. It's just last year we were able to get in clinch earlier. We were playing better. We weren't really, we didn't have this many teams vying for these few, few spots. It feels like too. So it's just, it's a totally different thing from last year where it's going to, you know, I think it came down to the series before the end of the year I think it was Oakland and then we played Detroit and it just feels like it's going to come down to the last series or last game this year yeah and as far as since I was starting there with the Texas Rangers seven of their last 13 are obviously against us prior to playing us they're playing the Red Sox at home and then when we're playing the Houston Astros they're going to be playing the Angels in Anaheim. To me, you can't expect you can expect anybody, but you definitely can't expect Anaheim. We've seen what Anaheim is doing right now, and you know Boston is now out of the the wild card picture. So you don't know what they're going to put out on the field. They also could be spoilers, but still, those are those are teams that if you were just looking at it right there, and you're the you're the Rangers, you're going, hey you know, two series that they would expect probably to go four and six in those games besides the seven games that are, they're going to have with the Mariners. So, yeah, you, you're right. I mean, everybody's just thinking they're going to win every game, but you, 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 you have to just obviously take care of business yourself. You've gotten help along this start of the month of September from other teams, but it's time to now – you know, put it in the hands of your own destiny and start winning the games and relying just on what you can control, which is 
you taking care of business and winning games, series, and hopefully putting together a winning streak. I mean, the Houston Astros, they play the Baltimore Orioles at home. Then they have the Kansas City Royals that they've had trouble with at home. They play us, and then they finish up at the Diamondbacks. Um, again, you're, you're going to need some help right there, but if you can take care of that series, you can at least win two, maybe get a big sweep right there. I think it's your only shot. You're two and a half back with 13 games. You said Baltimore. They have clinched. I saw their... Uh little highlights of their GM doing the beer bong in the, in the clubhouse and then Arizona at the (laughs) end of the season. So they are still fighting for it. So, I mean, that helps that on one hand, you don't have a team that's um, still playing for something, but that's early on in the, in the start of this final two weeks. But at the end of the, where you mentioned that it's Arizona to finish off the season. I mean, there could be, they could be playing for something. They're right in the hunt for a wild card. So, yeah, I did. I did see that in Baltimore, the, Tampa Bay, and Baltimore both clinch playoff oh, okay. spots. They're still fighting it out with each other for the top spot in the East and who's going to be the number one wild card. There is going to be no number one wild card for the Mariners, the Rangers, or Houston. Uh, so right now, it's basically the the two, the three. And the AL West, as far as the Baltimore, as far as the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, they have to contend with a Tampa team that is still, again, trying to uh, make some distance and or make up some ground here still on the Baltimore Orioles. Then they play the Yankees, who have, I guess, crept into that, like, if you're saying are you saying there's still a chance? They're only six games out, I believe, in the wild card with with 13 to go. Not very promising, but they're probably still going to be playing really hard. And again, the and then the Blue Jays finish up again with the Rays to finish off the season. So the Blue Jays are playing the Yankees and the Rays the rest of the way. That's all they're playing. So Toronto has i would say just as equal as a uh tough schedule so i'd say like we probably have the toughest schedule second would would close second would be toronto then i think uh texas and houston seems to have on paper maybe the easiest cakewalk yeah you're right i'm glad you brought up the about baltimore and Tampa Bay still having something to play for and, and fight it out. That's a good point that even though they clinched, now they're working towards seeding and something like that. And that means something. So they will be playing their guys. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be – every game's going to matter coming down to it. We know that. Um, I have a better and more clear picture since you brought that up. And uh, that's great. Um it makes it easier to follow along and know who you want uh, to uh, help you out along the way. It's going to be tough either way. And um, here we go. Two weeks left of, of playoff style baseball, right? Yeah. I, and, and again, I go back to when we started this part of the podcast out, I said seven and six. And you say that would be not possibly enough. I think let's just be 
let's just agree. Let's agree on this. Seven and six is not enough for the AO West. Seven and six could possibly still be okay for the third wild card spot, just given off of who these other two teams play. Um, I think is what I think we're saying here. And if we want the American League West, we're definitely going to have to win nine or ten games. Yeah, I agree. Um, we'll have to hit up the yeah. Apple broadcast team to give us those probabilities, but yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rye Bread and Mustard, a Mariners podcast. Jared Kilnick coming back to the Mariners. Yeah, I hope he gives us a bump. We need it. I'm happy for him to come back. I'm, I'm less happy to hear John Denver's Country Road. I'm going to have to hear that over and over. But if that's the trade-off to seeing this guy do well, I'll take it. I don't care if they're playing 1877 Cars for Kids. That's a pretty good walk-up song. Listen and subscribe to Rye Bread and Mustard, a Mariners podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm going to be in Oakland for the Oakland series, possibly doing a podcast in the parking lot, the parking lot behind home plate there at Ricky Henderson Field, Oakland Alameda, uh, whatever, monster.com. I don't know what they call it anymore. I think it's a ring central ballpark or something. I don't know. You, you know, we're talking about baseball's last dive bar we are the dive bar style podcast so check in with us this week we might have some more content coming out before the series wrap again liking and subscribing does all of that a couple of quick other shout outs here i uh, want to shout out the everett aqua socks and the modesto nuts yeah both starting playoff series or championship series correct absolutely so if you're in the Central Valley, I know the Nuts are kind of doing this while the Mariners are down there, or you're up here, head on up to Everett and check that out. We got lots of prospects, lots of big names. We got Harry Ford up in Everett down there. We got the new guys that we just drafted. Yeah, a lot of up-and-coming uh, future Mariners. You're right. Um, heard a lot of good things and followed along with the, with the Modesto Nuts. You know, guys that, like you mentioned, were drafted this year. Uh, the three shortstops that um, got brought up from rookie ball along with some other players that were still in their uh, system. So, yeah, uh, lots of big names and, and future Mariners uh, in the playoffs. And I also believe that the Mariners AA affiliate Arkansas is in the playoffs as well. So it's been a successful 
uh, season for all minor league affiliates as far as playoff appearances. Well, God damn it. Seattle Mariners, your big brother, the big brother to all these teams, they ought to make the playoffs because that's going to be awfully embarrassing when the big brother comes home and doesn't have any playoffs, uh, any playoff war stories this year. No, that's not going to happen. The Mariners are going to straighten this out. We know they're going to do this, and it all starts down here in Oakland. Uh, But, yeah, it's been a couple of rough uh sunday episodes here uh after mariners losing series let's just hope we don't have any more of these the rest of the way and really quick shout out another shout out seattle seahawks getting a big ot win in detroit quick thoughts on that hannah it was a lot better than the previous week that's for sure i agree Anyways, uh, thank you for liking and subscribing. If you see me down in Oakland, don't be afraid to come and say what's up. Possibly out following the uh, Wednesday game. Might have a little bit of a uh, podcast out there in the parking lot. uh, Dive bar style. That's the ultimate dive bar, right? Uh, Yeah. We'll see you down there. With that being said, Hanno, you know what time it is. Do 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 do